Hey, I'm Tracy, and I'm a talcoholic. <laughs> I had to start off with that because earlier today I kept trying to record a video to share with like Instagram or TikTok, and I realized that I just can't explain things in two or three minutes. Um, and it's actually something that I've realized uh, the last probably year of my life is that, um, and I've been saying it to some friends of mine, that uh, I clearly like to talk. Uh, I guess it's my flow state uh, because a lot of times I don't even realize I feel like I've only talked for five minutes and I do like voice messages and it's been like 20 minutes. So clearly I have a voice that needs to be expressed and probably another reason why it's good for me to start a podcast. Uh, again, I hope that the things that I share benefit you. Uh, welcome to the show, A Journey to Purpose. I'm basically uh, going to share a little bit more of my journey and uh, hopefully start getting on some people to do some interviews of their journey to purpose. Um, kind of working through some fine tuning on bringing people on and literally just learning about how podcasts work and platforms and recording videos and different things like that. Because I also would like to have a video to go along with my my recordings. So basically what I was trying to express earlier today was the fact that earlier in my life, I was a, a business owner, still am today, but I was a different business owner. I owned a health food store. And prior to that, I was an industrial mechanic working for the federal government. I said a bit of that in my first uh, episode on this podcast. But uh, my intention was to try to open up kind of different stories through my journey to purpose in my podcast. So <laughs> some of the things that I went through in this time was uh, self-sabotage. And I realized today when I shut my business, um, I basically wasn't prepared for um what do you call it? Success, basically. Uh, I At that point in time, I was very unaware. I had no awareness to the fact that I was not my thoughts and I was not my feelings. Now, they make up who I am, but I don't need to be attached to them. But I didn't know there was a separation. I basically walked in autopilot. When I had my health food store, I was learning about a lot about the world. I had different desires in life and I pursued them. But, uh, you know, and I did meditation and I did yoga, but I didn't have any, I had no awareness of awareness. And that's okay um, because that was a journey that I was meant to go through and a process that I was meant to gain insight and information from because it brings me to now. And also allowing me to reflect on the fact that I could have had a very successful health food store and cafe going today had have I known the things that I know today. And that's okay, yet again. Uh, it was a great experience. And now I can utilize that information and appreciate it and now grow the current business that I have and know that I am worthy of success and I can help a lot of people through this journey. That was a lot of my mission when I opened up my health food store um, back in 2013. I really just wanted to help people. I wanted to get information out there. I wanted people to know that there was more. Like So basically, I wanted to bring awareness to them on more information and things that were available to them uh, in the fact 
with their health and food. And being like myself, I had no idea about the food system and about the food that I put in my mouth and how it made me unhealthy. Didn't know anything about it. So because I started learning this information, I'm like, man, I really want people to learn this stuff too. So I got to a point where I was about three years in and I feel like honestly, the health food store was actually going good. The cafe was going good, but I kept making excuses and I kept saying that it wasn't. And, you know, I, there was at a point where my chartered accountant was basically telling me that I had to stop giving products away because I was paying for them and stuff. But um, I feel like knowing what I know now, I think that I would have worked things out in that manner and things would have been fine. So basically, I just wanted to share that in that version of myself, I had no awareness. And today, I'm very grateful to have been able to walk through the process of really opening up what awareness is and just being conscious. So I kind of walked through this journey in, in interesting ways. I'm sure everybody has their own way that they found this. But my turning point was uh, after kind of getting away from the Bible and opening up to a different reality and looking at spirituality in a whole and still continuing to ask questions. And so one of the books that I found helped me with learning about awareness was the book Aware. And even though I did meditation in my yoga teacher training, you know, I had a bit of awareness, but I didn't exercise a lot of time in there uh, in meditation. And I think that's part of the journey really is I didn't quite understand, like I knew there was different forms of meditation, but I would constantly be trying and trying, which is exactly the point is that to me, it's more so finding different meditations and playing around with all of them and just literally being aware of your surroundings. And in a course that I'm creating right now, I basically run people through the steps of awareness and, you know, just a practice, a simple practice that allows us to step back and just asks a few questions. And basically, a lot of people already have this knowledge. And I think where it goes to from there, though, is that it's like learning anything like riding a bike or learning a skilled trade or being a doctor or different things. It's you learn through repetition and exercise. So, you know, you can be aware, <laughs> you can have knowledge of this information and have experienced a little bit of it, but until you actually start taking time to separate and have awareness, I don't feel that you're going to be able to utilize the benefits of it. And I believe it's a lifelong process. And in, in this journey of awareness is where I believe we start to uncover self-discovery and our authentic self because we start witnessing the thoughts and feelings that come in that we don't need to be associated with and we don't need to be a part of. But in our everyday walking life, when this stuff isn't brought to our attention, we have no idea. Like back in 2016, when I was closing my health food store because I felt like it's not working, I need to do something else. 
uh, I basically had no awareness of self. I had an idea of like, this is who I am. And I had this structured identity and different belief systems of who I was. But I didn't realize that I could also learn more about myself and my triggers and the things that I thought were set in stone as to be me, but weren't. And so anyway, I closed the health food store and I went into a wellness center, uh, created with some friends, uh, basically moved into this beautiful building. And, you know, today I think about it and I'm like, if I had the knowledge that I have now and the experience that I have now, I think that this wellness center would have been, could be in this moment, created to be such an amazing resource. And there was so much potential in this place, but I was nowhere near ready to take on that task because I wasn't ready. I had no idea who I was, really. I didn't know how to walk through self-sabotage. I didn't know how to embrace and accept the darkness. I didn't know how to love myself. That was like the big part of it. You know, I look back at pictures of myself that I've taken back in those days and I, I have pictures where I'm just so, so depressed and I go back into those days and thoughts and memories and what a difference they are from today. And again, I don't regret those times. I'm so grateful for those times that I went through those experiences because I feel that those experiences can genuinely help other people. And even my experiences to this day, like, I'm not saying my life is perfect by any means. I believe that this is a lifelong journey. And each moment is exercise. It's an opportunity to practice and really grow and find out who we are. And in the process, you know, expand the light and love on this planet because we have, we gain understanding. And I believe that this is where I am at at this point is that, I've tagged myself to so many identities and so many beliefs in my past that I feel like I can't, that I have to be stuck in certain areas of my life. You know, like one prime example that I'm finding at this moment is I was so stuck in all of the COVID conspiracies and not that I don't think that a lot of the things that I was sharing is true. I believe that it is true, but I believe where I was going with all that was just bringing me into such heavy darkness. And I was only uh, providing that heavy darkness to the world. You know, like I want, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to expose the truth, but at the same point, you know, there's an even higher truth in that. And that's the truth of polarity. And the also also the truth of collective consciousness. And so we literally create our surroundings. And so every time I thought and felt and spoke about these conspiracies and the things that were happening was just me being a part of creating this reality. And not that I don't, not that I feel that people who are doing these things are wrong by any means. I just feel that there's a balance that needs to be at play there where it's good to share some information of things that are going on in the world today so people have information. But I believe that it's also important to start sharing the world that we want to create. 
You know, if we only continue to share the darkness, it's just like everything else. When we surround ourselves in whatever it is we surround ourselves in, we're going to become that. So it's just like if you decide that you want to start learning how to do something, you're going to learn how to do it. You're going to become that. You know, I observed how when the toilet paper shortage happened, I'm living here in Newfoundland and there was tons of toilet paper at the grocery stores here. And I went into the grocery store and, uh, you know, kind of mentioned it to one of the clerks at the grocery store. And she was like, I don't know why people think there's a shortage. We have tons of it out back. And then it wasn't, you know, a couple of weeks later, I go into the grocery store and there wasn't a toilet paper roll to be found. And I'm like, okay. So basically what happens is the information gets put out there and a mass collection of creative energy and all these humans decide to step into this belief and go out and hoard toilet paper off the shelves. So they create the shortage. So I believe that this is the secret or information that a lot of people in the world today that are working on, you know, not so great of parts of creating in the world today know this secret. And so they put out what they want. Like you watch the news and we know that the news, well, some of us know that the news is owned by businesses and corporations. And basically this is what's slowly being created in the world today is that again, our governments are owned by businesses. Like they donate money and they're funded by so many different businesses. So they basically are on this wavelength that they have to kind of go by what these businesses want. It's kind of like when you own a business and you have shares available in this business to shareholders, you want the shareholders to make money. So as a business, you do what you can to get more return. Like, so you start skimping in areas and a lot of times it's the people at the bottom that suffer, you know, in the system of their business because they short out. You know, I observed in one of the businesses that I worked at, you know, they went through this lean program. And so for a little while on paper and seeing it, it, it allowed for more money and revenue to come in because they stopped spending money on fixing the machinery in a sense of buying new pieces of like buying new parts. They would order in used parts and have mechanics rebuild them because the money in the pool for labor was different than the money in the pool for buying parts. So instead, you know, a lot of the machinery was like literally taped together and just the, the stuff that I seen was ridiculous. But that was what came in the creation of taking money from the maintenance systems and you know machines are going to run for a while it's like when you think about your car it's like well i can save money by not doing an oil change forever but eventually you're going to have issues with your car when you aren't doing oil changes and so for so many years, you get away with it, you save some money, but then all of a sudden, now you've got an engine to replace. So you basically could have saved money in the long run by buying and or doing your oil changes. So again, it went to the same with this, this company I worked for. This is like for a little while, the money looked good, but then a lot of issues started happening and it cost more money in the long run. 
So, but they did this because they wanted to have their shareholders make see money being made. And so this is the same way for like the news and our government systems. They they donate money and, you know, in different ways that it's hard for us to see. Uh, and so therefore our systems are are geared towards these big billionaire millionaire businesses and it's a collective of people working together that are doing this because this is where a lot of the problem lies with these big businesses is they don't look at people they just look at money you're just money you're not a person so they don't really care and since there's so many people involved it's not just one person feeling empathetic for people that are having to deal with the repercussions of what's on the go so that being said, <laughs> uh, there's a lot that goes on in the world today that ends up being created because of collective consciousness. So the way that I look at it now is, is like, why do I not start creating the world that I want to create rather than focusing on majority of my creation being in this negative, this guy's hateful I can't believe they're doing this. The world is terrible. All of these things. It's like, if I want to create a better future, then I need to start, for one, being aware of myself and my actions and loving myself so I can understand and love other people. Like, also understanding how 3D life works, you know, living in three dimensions. Uh, uh, that's, you know kind of stuck with time, you know, like in order for us 3D, in order for us to exist, this is how we have existence is in this third dimension because it holds time. So, I mean, that's a whole other, a whole other discussion that I, I want to get on at some point, but I wasn't, if that wasn't in my thought process yet today, I basically just kind of got to this point. <laughs> so I'm not going to continue on with that one. What I'm trying to reiterate is that I can observe that for myself back in 2016, owning my business and self-sabotaging, because I wasn't aware, created my life afterwards. And so now as time comes around and I'm more aware of these things and actually watching the things that I want to create and manifest happen, I see that as a collective consciousness, we also create the world that surrounds us. So if we want to create a better world, we really need to start focusing on a world that we want to have and start sharing that goodness with people, start sharing love and understanding with people, because every evil person we see in the world today was once born an innocent baby. They basically have became who they are today, either from programming from the family that they grew up in, uh, the culture they grew up in, the abuse that they suffered. And I'm not saying that these things are excuses for people, but this is the and this is where I believe true love and understanding starts to come from is being understanding and looking at this person as a person and not like a whole and that they're just this evil person. 
and that I can see that the things that they're doing may not be beneficial and is could be harming a collective of people based on the things that they're doing. But all in all, I think the real love and understanding is what truth is and seeing people for their truth, that they aren't the collection of neurological pathways and subconscious programming that they've endured their life. And that if we want to help create something better, it's good to be aware of this and have this truth, this love in understanding that if we want to create better, we need to start focusing and creating the better. Like let's start sharing more love, more understanding for one another and letting people be who they are as long as, you know, they're not physically harming you. Realistically, I think that's where the truth comes is the understanding and the love and, you know, kind of turning inward and doing the work on yourself first, because it's really hard to truly love and understand other people until we truly love and understand ourselves. And as I grow in this journey, I do start seeing how much hate I used to have for people and now how much I look at these people and just kind of more so feel bad for them and realize that I need to take things into my own hands in a sense of let's share, you know, some love, acceptance and understanding, but we can also share some of the things that are happening that aren't working in the world today. But if all we're going to do is focus on sharing the bad and the things we don't like then we're only contributing to that. Like, what is that? What is the outcome of it? Like, what are you trying to create out of sharing the information that you're sharing? If all you basically do is share the negative truths that you see and the things that you don't like, then that's all you're going to create. Why not start also sharing things that you can help create in this world? Otherwise, all you're doing is complaining. Honestly, at the end of the day, if you're just sharing the negative stuff that's happening in the world and things that you don't like, it's just complaining. So why not take action and start making the opposite polarity? Start sharing some good and love and understanding in the world and take some steps forward to create something on the other side. You know, it's like a lot of times, say, for example... On the sides of the road, people like to pollute and throw garbage out. It blows my mind on why people throw garbage out their window. I'm like, you have a garbage at home, you go to gas stations, you go to restaurants, it's easy to bring your garbage in these places. So I can sit there and I can complain about it, or I can also go out and share the fact that um, we're doing garbage cleanups and also share to people you know, uh, clearly there's going to be a lot of unconscious, hateful people out there that are just going to be like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to throw my McDonald's cup out the window. But you can share that all day long and you can share the hate about the fact that you can't stand that these people do this and you're just going to feed that energy. Or you can say, let's get together and do some cleanup of the earth. You know, we're never really going to be able to stop everybody from throwing garbage out the window, unfortunately, but we can go and help clean up. And so we can also share that. And, you know, 
then maybe go talk to people about it. Be like, you know, I don't really understand why people want to throw their garbage out the window. Uh, you know, from my personal perspective, it doesn't make sense. Uh, I basically can throw garbage out when I get home or get at the gas station or at a restaurant, you know, like um, sharing these moments with each person that you talk to, because very well as one of these people that you talk to could be a person who throws garbage out the window. And maybe if they hear your personal experience and your reflection, they might be like, yeah, I guess it kind of is a dick thing to do to just be throwing garbage out the window. You know, pointing fingers at them and telling them, you're bad, you're bad, is only going to make them more pissed off. It's like, just share your experience and be like, oh, yeah, so when I have garbage, I basically, you know, I have a garbage bag in my car or, you know, when I get to a gas station and I'm there at least once a week, I throw my garbage out of the gas station. Those are things that I do because, I mean, it's not very nice to see garbage on the road everywhere, you know, so this is where I feel like, Instead of just complaining, there's different ways about it. And I understand that people think that if we don't fight, if we don't go out and do things in large protests, then how is it ever going to change? And it's like, well, again, that's the belief system that people have is that we need, like, they feel that they need to focus more attention on that area. But in all reality, the attention that you put on things is what you create. So, well, I feel that it's important to share information as well. I think it's also important to be aware of the fact that we should also be finding ways to create a world that we do want to live in. And a lot of that comes with love and understanding, or more so truth, understanding. People use the word love in very different ways. And I think this is where we get lost in the reality of what love really is. And... Again, when we're not self-aware, we have love in different understandings and expectations. So anyway, again, I wanted to share a 10-minute video that turned into almost a half an hour. Thanks for listening. This has been part of my journey on my purpose. <laughs>